Welcome back to Steph's Business Bookshelf and this week's episode about the book Speakership. Keep tuned in to hear more about why you should worry less about your hand gestures and more about the way you think. You're listening to Steph's Business Bookshelf, doing the reading so you don't have to. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me again for this week's episode of Steph's Business Bookshelf. It's Wednesday lunchtime at the time of recording. I've done a nice tough Pilates class this morning and I'm actually learning how to be a Pilates instructor. It's a bit of a new thing in my life. I've been practicing Pilates for a couple of years and what I've really enjoyed, and I was sharing a video about this on LinkedIn the other day, what I've really enjoyed and found quite confronting is that notion of being a beginner again. So even though I've had my own Pilates practice and have been practicing Pilates for a few years now, going back to being a beginner as a teacher is quite exciting and going back to the basics, but also that horrible, uncomfortable feeling you get when you realize you're a beginner and that conscious incompetence. So you know all the things that you don't know and you just feel like you're staring at a mountain of unknown in front of you and and overwhelm. So that's quite fun. So the question I have for you is, what are you learning at the moment? Who who out there is learning something new, feeling uncomfortable and getting into the beginner's mindset again? And if you are doing that, what are you learning about yourself? How are you then applying that fresh feeling of the beginner's mindset into some of the other things you're doing? For me, it's a reminder about the importance of brevity and clarity in instruction. So particularly when I'm running workshops and particularly if there's a complex activity or something with multiple layers, thinking about how I'm explaining that more clearly so that people can follow along and not get too lost. Because the last thing you want on a reformer bed is for someone to roll off into off the carriage into the springs and hurt themselves because you gave very unclear and complex instructions. Generally bad for business if you do that. If you are learning something new, I'd love to hear from you. What is it? What are you learning about yourself and how are you applying that to your other work? drop me an email, steph at stephclark.com or find me on Instagram, steph underscore clark underscore underscore. All the details are in the show notes as usual. Let's dive in though to this week's book and as usual, a little bit about the author. The book is Speakership and it has three authors, Matt Church, Sasha Coburn and Cole Fink and is a spin-off of the Thought Leaders Business School series of books. Thought Leaders Business School, for those who don't know, is the most comprehensive Thought Leaders program ever. They pride themselves on helping clever people be commercially smart. Matt Church, one of the authors, is the founder of Thought Leaders Business School and speaks at conferences and runs development programs for leaders. He is committed to helping people prepare for tomorrow by taking action today. Sasha Coburn's passion has been to better understand how to unleash potential in leaders, how to unlock peak performance in teams, and how to ignite a spark within business leaders so they create environments for their people to flourish and excel. Finally, Cole Fink is an irrepressibly enthusiastic speaker who cares a great deal about making people's lives more awesome. He presents keynote speeches designed to make the world a better place and teaches others how to do the same. All of that information came from the Thought Leaders Business School website, Matt Church's website, Cole Fink's website, and Sasha's company, the company that you keep website. All the links, as usual, are in the show notes. A little bit about the book. Speakership provides the missing link between strategy and execution. It unpacks the science of influence. So whether you want to speak to build your brand and position, your expertise, or accelerate your leadership pathway, Speakership gives you the knowledge and tools you need to master the art of leading out loud. 
From the book, you'll learn nine key principles of speakership so that you can spread messages that matter, learn to lead rather than manage, mobilize people into action, and experience the ultimate professional development vehicle. And I'm sure there's many of you listening to this who have developed your public speaking skills over years and really seen how public speaking and speakership, as as they call it in the book, has accelerated your ability to impact and influence others outside of just those presentations. This book is a map for leaders and ambitious achievers who want to harness the power of presentations to influence their projects, the implementation of their ideas and connect with their tribe. The book states that your ability to stand and deliver in front of your teams, colleagues and clients will set you apart. Influencing and inspiring those around you by sharing messages that matter gives you instant credibility and cut through. And that's taken from the speakership website. Again, link is in the show notes. Now, if that has already whet your appetite into the book, I've also included a link in the show notes to the free sample chapter, which is available on the speakership website. Link is directly in the show notes. You can download a sample chapter and start to get a bit more of a feel, a deeper feel of what the book is about and some of the lessons in there. It's worth mentioning as well, this is a really short book. I read it in one sitting, probably over about three hours. And it's the sort of book that you will definitely turn the pages on. When I was going back to make my notes for this, I turned back to all the pages I had tabbed and and turned. Yes, I'm one of those people who turns pages. Sorry, don't judge me. And found some of the things that I, I thought were particularly impactful and useful. What this book isn't, which is probably worth making mention of here, is that it is not a book about where to stand, how to move around. Whilst it does mention the importance of things like body language and connecting with your audience more physically, I found that the book is much more useful around the thinking behind a great presentation. This is really a book around thinking rather than the stand and deliver. One of the things I find in the work I do in helping people prepare better presentations is that people get hung up on the physical act of speaking, of presenting to a group. So this isn't the whole, imagine your audience naked, that's not very helpful, but about how to prepare yourself so you've got your ideas clearly formed and very thoroughly thought through before you present. That leads us nicely into big idea number one, which is think before you speak. The book has this really nice idea, which again is in the Thought Leaders Business School book, the Green Book, around full spectrum thinking, which is about thinking with your left brain, your right brain, the positioning, how are you inspiring, how are you informing, your key messages, thinking about the context. What's your one big word that you're trying to get across to your audience? It's also about unpacking your genius. Again, a a term that I quite like that's used a lot in the Thought Leaders Business School material. It's about going big to go small, that you really do have to think across that spectrum, looking at old ideas, looking at new ideas, looking at more contemporary interpretations of that big word that you are getting across. So this isn't about just scribbling some ideas down and then launching into them to your team or to those that you're trying to to connect with. This is about thorough preparation of your thinking and having a point. Having a point and being able to support it is largely what this is about. There's some really practical concepts in the book around how you position your ideas and also how you structure them. So whilst it might feel a bit overwhelming, they have the idea of the pink sheets in there and how many pink sheets you need to, to support a 20 minute versus a 60 minute versus a half day presentation or more of a, probably more of a workshop, which can feel quite overwhelming about the prep, but this is about really thorough idea generation. They have this concept in there of time capsules, which create the format of your presentation. And you would organize those and pick and choose those different time capsules 
to present over a period of time. Again, that can create your slide deck, that can also, your activities will fall out of that if you're doing more of an interactive workshop presentation, but it also provides those frameworks. So it's a very practical book as well. This isn't just theoretical, here's how you do a presentation. Funnily enough, in the next couple of weeks, I've got a couple of presentations to do, which are slightly more presentation style rather than more workshops, which is what I traditionally run. So going back over this book during the week to write these notes and, and prepare for the podcast was very useful because I thought, oh, actually, yes, I can come back to this because it gives a very clear framework for if you're doing a 20 minute or a 60 minute presentation, here's how you would intro, which ideas you'd intro first, how you would then build on those and where you end up. That's big idea number one, think before you speak. Big idea number two is to find your style and connect. Now, like I said, this book is not a stand here, move over here after this many seconds, stare at someone for three seconds at a time, and that's how you make eye contact. There are many other books, courses, and resources you can use to, to build those kind of things. Now, at the same time, it is a book about presentation, so it'd probably be remiss to not at least mention about managing nerves and how to be yourself and how to bring personality to the to the stage or to the platform you have. So there are some chapters on this. Probably unsurprisingly, there is a big focus on owning what makes you you. Thought Leaders Business School have this really nice concept, which I come back to actually quite often having read the full Thought Leaders book around finding your weakness, the thing you've always been told you're to this or you're not enough that. Finding that and flipping it on its head to reframe it into a strength. So for example, if you are always over committing to things, you people might say you're, you over commit to everything and that might be seen as a weakness. However, you could flip that to say you're enthusiastic. You're very enthusiastic. You commit to lots of things because you're enthusiastic. You want to make a difference. You want to do the work that you love doing, which then comes back to this finding your style. So finding what makes you you, the strengths, the weaknesses, flip the weaknesses and own those. Find stories. Stories are gonna create the atmosphere and the mood you want. There is the, in the formatting and in the frameworks, it talks about where to add stories and how to use them to make your points and bring, bring those across to connect with your audience because it's probably gonna be the stories that connect with your audience rather than the more cerebral facts and data that you're gonna to bring to the conversation whilst that will support the ideas and they're very important. Also around finding your style and connecting, think about your pre-preparation, your influences, your inputs, where before you walk up on stage or whatever that, that platform looks like, what are you doing? What are you thinking about? How are you preparing yourself to get into the zone? We've all experienced it before as audience members, if not as presenters, where the, the presenter's mood and their kind of vibe that they're giving off very much affects the audience. There's a great quote in the book that I've included in the, in the show notes and in the, the post that I'll be doing during the week, which is that you have the ability to influence the mood in the room. And sometimes you'll see your internal state reflected back to you in the response of the audience. I've definitely seen that before. And there's sometimes I've walked into a workshop or into a presentation and I've not really wanted to be there. I don't really like the group. The subject matter bores me. And at the end of the session or partway through, I know that that is what is impacting how well that the session is going. So thinking about how you're pre-preparing, what influences, what inputs, what, how you're getting yourself in the right frame of mind to then impart that to your audience because you will see it reflected back to you pretty quickly. That was big idea number two, is to find your style and connect. Number three, big idea number three, is that speakership equals leadership. This is the use of ideas to set a direction. Initially, I was probably a bit skeptical that this could be used in a more of an internal frame of reference. So a CEO or someone in a leadership position in a company. 
because it seemed like it was more the leadership development facilitator or presenter or the keynote speaker or the personal development or the motivational speaker who would be using these frameworks and formats. But really, when I started to read the book and, and get into it and use some of the, the techniques myself, it was very clear that these ideas absolutely should be used in our organizations. But we're probably not doing that or seeing that because, again, a slide deck is put together. It's got some semi-interesting things in and that's what everyone talks to rather than stepping back and really thinking about that, the thinking, or thinking about the thinking, that needs to happen to truly make a message that matters. In the book, they include the seven reasons why speakership is an essential skill. And again, there's probably a lot of you not surprised that being able to present and communicate your ideas to a group is an important skill as a leader. Some of those reasons include being efficient because you can talk to many people at once. It's a culture accelerator because people get to see the authenticity or not in what you're presenting. It's great professional development. Like I said earlier, those of you who have presented a lot and developed those skills over time know how, A, how hard that can be, but also how much that elevates and, and escalates your performance in other areas. It also amplifies you as a leader because you are seen because you are heard. Ultimately, it helps you influence, change or sell. That was big idea number three, speakership equals leadership. As I mentioned earlier, a couple of things I liked about the book. So number one is that it's not another body language book. It's not about managing nerves. It's not about body language. It's not about where to stand, how to use your hands. It's a great supplement to the Thought Leaders Green book. I'll put some links to that in the show notes as well, because that's a much more broad book about generating and selling your ideas. The main thing I like though is this is really about your idea generation and your thinking and how to apply that to a speaking or presentation context. The depth of thinking that should go into an important presentation is so critical to stand out as a leader. And obviously this book is very much around the thought leaders, but that doesn't have to be someone who is going out and selling that as an idea, as in swapping, swapping money for it. You can need to sell that idea to influence others, to move things forward in an organization, in a team. And again, you don't need to be a CEO to do that. If you can do that as a manager who needs to inspire and motivate their team, you will be setting yourself up for huge success in the future. So as a recap, three big ideas from the book, speakership. Number one, think before you speak. Number two, find your style and connect. And number three, speakership equals leadership. If you enjoyed this episode, if you've read the book, if you took something away from it, please let me know. All the contact details are in the show notes as usual. Otherwise, until next time, happy reading. Happy reading.